The following program is made possible by the friends and partners of Creation Today and by viewers like you. Thank you. What is one thing you can acquire today that no one can ever take away from you? Education. It's priceless. It helps you to make an impact in this world. Speaking of education, you might have heard of the new Common Core coming soon to a county near you. What is it and what should we do about it? Our guests, Colonel Ray Moore, Don Enns, and Israel Wayne are going to fill us in on the facts. There's a war going on in our world against Christianity. Are you ready to defend your faith in Christ? The Creation Today Show provides you with the ammunition you need. We prepare you to defend your faith, arm your children, and raise up a family who knows the Creator, Jesus Christ. This season we're teaching you battleship apologetics. Science, history, individual experience, philosophy. Battleship apologetics. Apologetics is a verbal defense for what we believe and why we believe. Is our public school curriculum actively undermining how our minds formulate what and why we believe? Well, brainwashing would definitely warp our reasoning skills. Wow, brainwashing? Yes. That's a pretty bold accusation, Marianne. But I gotta tell you, it's probably not too far off because I wouldn't put anything past Satan. I mean, think about it. When 80% of the young people that grow up in the public education system reject Christianity after one year of college, uh, perhaps they are teaching something or it is based on a foundation that is helping them jump ship when it comes to Christianity. Maybe yeah. something in the ed education system really is having an effect. Mm -hmm. We definitely need to think twice when it comes to our children's education. So what is your motive behind educating your children? I wonder what our motive should be when it comes to education. And what does God say about education in the Bible? I think that's a great place for us to start yes. is going right to God's word, historical apologetic in the Bible. What okay. does the Bible say, Well, Marianne? let's turn to Psalm 78, four through seven. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God and keep his commandments. Great passage. Yeah, so the purpose of education is to pass down the knowledge of God. And this is very important for our future generations to not forget this. Yeah, it really becomes an entire family responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says in Deuteronomy, I marked this passage, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 11, verse number 18. You can read along on the screen if you want. Therefore, shall you lay up these my words in your heart and your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall teach them to your children Speaking of them, when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up, and you shall write them upon the doorpost of your house and upon your gates. Clearly, God instructed the children of Israel anyway, when it came to education of their children, you want to teach them God's ways, and you want it to be a daily activity. This isn't a once a week Sunday school type thing. Uh, it really becomes a daily practice uh, is how he taught us, he instructed yeah. us. Yeah, and then Proverbs 1, 7 says, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. 
Yeah, and that really is what it's talking about there is a reverence for God, a healthy respect yeah. for this is where the, the, the foundation of wisdom starts is with God himself. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, well, there's also the personal responsibility that we have. We have the familial responsibility, and now we have the personal, and that we can see in Luke 2, 52. We can read this on the screen. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So as Christians, we are to follow Christ's example. We are to grow in these four areas of life. We have, we have wisdom, yep. stature. We have to grow in the favor of God and favor of man. And that is the four different areas of life that we all have to grow in. Mental, physical, spiritual, and mm -hmm. social. You yeah. know, the other day I was taking my kids to soccer tryouts. Every kid's dream, and it, it wasn't one of those where every kid's a winner, okay? Not everybody's a winner in this. Uh, I know those of you that play that, that's fine. Um, and I, I, at the end of this tryout, I actually told him, I said, hey, look, what we just did is we had an opportunity to grow just like Jesus grew. Now, I don't know if Jesus played soccer or not, Marianne. Probably not. They had other things going on. But I said, listen, when you're out on the field running around, you're growing physically. You're helping your physical strength uh, when, you're, when you're running around on the, court, on the field out there. Uh, you're growing mentally out there. You have to know what to do, when to do it, what position to be in. Uh, you're growing in favor with man. You're growing socially because sports uh, or soccer is a team sport. You got to work together. And by the way, none of you football players out there make fun of my kids playing soccer. It's a good sport, all right? So you're growing physically, you're growing mentally, you're growing socially, and you're growing spiritually. I mean, sports is a way that you can grow spiritually because you don't want to lose your cool out there on the court, out there on the field, okay? So when you're learning self-control, you're learning a spiritual discipline, how to be closer to God. And the Bible says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what comes out on the court is typically what's in the heart. And we can see very clearly sometimes what's going on inside of our lives. So I even use that as an example to show we've got to grow in these four areas. And we can use every area of our life to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, the, the school education systems began in America to emphasize the knowledge of God. Mm. And the modern Sunday school movement began in 1780 with Robert Rakes yep. when he began to educate poor children who couldn't, actually get an education. And most universities, including Harvard and Yale and Princeton, Oxford, Cambridge, all of them were started by Christians for religious Religious schools, schools. yes, uh -huh. that's exactly right. Well, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but their philosophies have changed just a little bit, okay? They are not quite the religious foundations that they once were. Bertrand Russell in 1953 wrote a book entitled The Impact of Science on Society among many quotes that could be quoted, here's one that we found interesting. Education should aim at destroying free will so that pupils are thus schooled, they will be incapable throughout the rest of their lives of thinking or acting otherwise than as their schoolmasters would have wished. Influences of the home are obstructive. And in order to condition students, verses set to music and repeatedly intoned are very effective. It is for a future scientist to make these maxims precise and discover exactly how much it costs per head to make children believe that snow is black. When the technique has been perfected, every government that has been in charge of education for more than one generation will be able to control its subjects securely without the need of armies or policemen, end quote. 
Is this why some people are trying to monopolize the educational system through Common Core? No, personally, Marianne, I believe so, because if you control the education of the children, you literally control the future. Yeah, these, these ideas are evil, yeah. and they're no longer just the simple ivory tower rhetoric. No, they're not. They're now mainstream in public education. I was just able to go to the NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville, Tennessee. And while I was there, Marianne, I interviewed Colonel Ray Moore. Uh, some of you uh, that are familiar with our ministry already know he was involved in the indoctrination movie that came out, talking about what's going on in the public education system. And he uh, has a great website, exodusmandate.org. Uh, he has a brand new documentary coming out on Common Core to give us all the facts about what's really being taught. If you want to watch that interview, Stick around because it's coming right after this break. I want to see a child in every public school in America who is trained as a witness for Jesus Christ. When you send that child off to school today, you're sending them into a pagan society. And the studies are showing that there's virtually no discernible difference between the church and the world. At what point is Southern Baptist going to rise up and say, enough is enough? Whatever we once were, we are no longer a Christian nation. We've got to do something different. The schools are failing. If I had my way, government education would be brought to a halt. Trying to fix public education is like trying to teach a pig how to dance. You get dirty and the pig gets mad. Turning your children over to total strangers and having those strangers work on your child's mind, it's a mad idea. Public schools have become a criminal enterprise. Parents are willing to admit that there are these problems and yet believe that their children will somehow escape. They won't. And it may have taken a school shooting to wake us up, to see the danger, but that's a very small danger compared to all the other things that go on that can destroy our children. A teacher is in trouble for bringing a religion into his classroom, but should he lose his When we job? go into a public school, we have to leave God at the door. It just came to the point where I couldn't do that anymore. Jesus said, build your house upon the rock, but the foolish man refused the words of Christ, would not build their education systems on the fear of God, on the words of Christ. Everything exists to proclaim the glory of God. And the one place where we send our kids seven hours a day is a place where God's name can't be mentioned. It's not indoctrination, it's insanity. To order this DVD, visit us at www.creationstore.org. Hey guys, Eric Hoven here at the National Religious Broadcasters uh, convention drinking my $12 cup of coffee. Man, it's expensive here. I get the privilege of sitting down with Ray Moore and Don Enns. They are working on a brand new project on the Common Core that is going into your schools, in the public schools, whether you like it or not right now. Guys, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Eric. Thank All you, right, tell us what's going on. Your movie comes out uh, in... May. Right. Movie's coming out in May. What's a website right away so they can go check it out? Cuttingedge.org. Cuttingedge.org. Go check that out. Right. And this is coming out in May. Right. Who wants to tell me about it? All right. Go ahead. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about it. We've done enough research on the issue of Common Core 
to find out that it's demonic based. We've been researching this now for quite a while, and we feel that it's time for the American parents to understand that this is going to destroy our children for the next three generations. And for people to understand what Common Core is, it's a federal government curriculum for K through 12th grade that is focused at total mind control of our children, Eric. And they're taking away the kids' way to think. They are systematically, and, and they've been working on this literally for uh, over 100 years, oh, on how to educate in a way right. to create a, the product they want rather than giving kids a true education and allowing them to think uh, critically about different issues. One of the big issues that people don't understand about Common Core, it's an equalization thing. It's not going to be any more D students and A students. They're all going to be equal. And the federal government's going to tell all these kids that they're all equal in all issues, and this is what you're going to do. You're going to do this job, you're going to do that job, and you're going to be qualified to do this We're job. back to socialism Absolutely. and communism Absolutely. right there. It's right there. So it's the communism core is what it's it is. Exactly all right, Ray. What's your problem with Common Core? Well, he, he summed it up very, very well, but it changes what we call traditional uh, methodology of education. And, that's, and, and of course, even the public schools, even though they're not Christian in many ways, sometimes they kept a traditional method of education. So right. you could learn to read and write and do basic math and science in the schools, even though they didn't let you know that Christ and, you know, was a source of all knowledge and they taught evolution, but you could learn to read and write, but they're really fundamentally tampering with the traditional model now. We'll give you one example. This is it's humorous, but it's tragic. Uh, the president of, of Cutting Edge of Films was at the bank, and he told me this uh, Wednesday before we headed out here. Um, he was at the bank recently, and, and the banker is a good friend of his, and she said, what are you doing now, David? He said, well, we're doing a movie on Common Core. And she said, oh, it is an awful system. And this woman was herself a, a, a former public school teacher. She said, you will not believe what happened to me. I'm, I had my grandson recently, and we were working on some math. He's a first grader. Might have been a granddaughter. I just can't remember specifically. But And so he was doing a math problem, real simple math, five plus four. And he was you know, calculating. It took a long time, had six steps and all. And when he got through with the answer, he said, Grandmother, it's about five, about 10. She said, no, son, it's a nine, precisely nine. No, grandmother, it's about 10. So she was amazed. So she called the teacher the next day, and the teacher said, yes, it's about 10. So this is the kind of, it's, it's, a, it's an intentional. Five plus four is about nine, 10. it's about, about 10. 10. Yeah. Uh, another example of a plan that was in the schools in Columbia, South Carolina, a few years ago. This really happened, too, and I, and I was told by a teacher. They were working math problems in groups, and uh, so they broke up in, say, four or five groups working the same math problem, and so when they were done with the problem, uh, the teacher would go and ask the uh, students, what's the answer? So I'm, I'm being theoretical here. Let's say the first group said, the answer is 54. Good job, group one. Keep up the good work. Group two, what was your answer? 57. Good job, group two. They went on around the room and the answers were different. So it was done. She said, children, the answer is not important. It's the fact that we're learning to work together in groups. So the big thing now in public education is what they call collaboration. Whenever you hear that word, you need to run 
90 wow. miles an hour to get away so from. So as long as I collaborate with yeah. people yeah. to make sure that my change for a $100 bill comes out yeah. to $300, yeah. hey, we work yeah. together. And we so work together. That's, that's math. Doing. That's an example of math. But you yeah. say, let's take history. They have redone already the AP history exam. And uh, they've taken out George Washington. He might get one mention. They've ended all these uh, obscure socialists and radicals from American history who barely deserve a footnote and so the children have to take the AP exam to get college credit and so they they go through brainwashing and uh, the AP exam is so harmful that even some public schools now are stopped using it because they're not they're already liberal cuttingedge.org exodusmandate.org you're gonna want to get that the truth about common core what's really going on where they actually interview experts they interview the teachers that are having to teach this and they give you the truth, they give you the facts on it. Get informed and then get out of the public schools. Mandate Project, which is a Christian ministry to get uh, Christian families and churches to exit uh, the public school system, or as we prefer to say, Pharaoh's school system, for the promised land of Christian schools of homeschooling. Additionally, it's our prayer and hope that a fresh obedience by Christian families and churches in educating their children according to biblical commands will prove to be a key for the revival of our families, our churches, and our nation. If the evangelical church in America would just disciple their own children well, then the backdrop of America would be radically changed. But even in the evangelical church, parents are failing with their children. One of the reasons is because they have violated some basic biblical principles. God says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. We've had six or seven generations where most of us and put our children in the godless pagan school system. It cannot be fixed. It's a socialistic model, and we need to abandon that. To order this DVD, visit us at www.creationstore.org. Creation Today is excited about our ever-growing collection of digital downloads. We have everything from books to DVDs to even PowerPoint presentations, all to equip you to learn and share the truth of our Creator. Why wait? Start strengthening your faith today with our all-new digital downloads, available at the Creation Store, creationstore.org.
Beginnings is a creation experience for small groups, churches, and individuals from all walks of life. Creation speaker Eric Hoven explores the age-old questions of life, the evidence for a young earth, and how dinosaurs fit in with the Bible. The included guide provides an introduction to each lesson, creative challenges, great discussion questions, and practical ways to apply each lesson to everyday life. To order this DVD, go to www.creationstore.org. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash creation today. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. Wow, so we can see the Common Core curriculum is going to create a problem and some of you might want out of that system. So to help you do that, we've brought my friend Israel Wayne in via Skype. Uh, he is the author of several books. I got to read them here. He's got so many. Israel, you're the author of Homeschooling from a Biblical Worldview, Full-Time Parenting, A Guide to Family-Based Discipleship, Questions God Asks, Questions Jesus Asks, and you keep on writing, you, you edit magazines, you, you've grown up in the homeschool movement. Welcome to the show. I can't think of a better guest. Oh, yeah. thank you. It's just a blast to be with you today. Thank you so much. For those people who see the problem with Common Core and the public school system, how do they get out of the public school system and make that, that transition? Yes. Well, first thing I want to do is just encourage them that taking responsibility for educating and discipling their children is obviously the best decision yeah. that they could ever make. You know, no parent ever regrets investing in their child. You know, when you're 70 years old and you look back over your life, nobody ever thinks, oh, I just feel like I spent too much time with my children. <laughs> That's a good uh, point, yeah. But, but, you know, as far as getting out, um, legally with homeschooling, the laws vary in every state. What I always encourage people to do is to visit Homeschool Legal Defense Association's website. That's hslda.org. They have the laws on homeschooling in each state. Second thing I always encourage them to do is to visit their state homeschool convention. Every state has a homeschool convention. Almost every state does. And it's a great way to be able to hear speakers talk about homeschooling, to be able to look at curriculum, talk to the publishers, talk to the vendors, uh, talk to experienced homeschoolers, and also to get plugged into a network of homeschool support groups within your area. You can find links to all those state organizations and their conventions all at HSLDA's website as well. So it's a great place to start looking in terms of home education. And they get plugged into a local homeschool support group so that you meet families in your area that are also home educating, you can learn an awful lot from them as well. Now, I'm assuming you are approving of the idea of getting out of the public education system and into homeschooling. Well, you know, when you look in the scripture, you actually never find one case where God instructs the government to have anything to do with the educating of children. It's Great just not point. part of their job description. And interestingly, uh, you actually don't find any scriptures that talk about the church specifically teaching and educating children either. The role of the church is to supplement and encourage what the parents are doing. So every admonition in Scripture that has to do with education or with schooling always has uh, to do with parents. It's always mm -hmm. talking to parents. So uh, I believe it's the most biblical model, uh, and practically there are just a ton of advantages to home education. My family started homeschooling in 1978. My wife was also homeschooled, and we're now homeschooling our eight children. And so I'm a huge fan, huge advocate of uh, what I call 
uh, parent-led home-based discipleship, because that's really our goal, is we want to teach our children to know, love, and serve God, and love and serve other people. And we use a lot of academics to help equip them and train them for that. Do you have to have a lot of kids if you homeschool? That just seems like the normal thing. (laughs) You got to have eight or nine kids, right? Is that the way it goes? Well, personally, you know, I get asked all the time, what are you trying to start your own baseball team? And my answer is always, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, it's not a requirement for homeschooling, but it, but there certainly are a lot of uh, a lot of perks, you know, especially it gives you some advantage when you have to answer that. What about socialization question? We just kind of build socialization and, you know, it's like, you know, you, you grow up in a home with eight kids and uh, there's plenty of socializing happening even in your own house. Mm-hmm. No problem yeah. growing in that area of life at all. That's for yeah. sure. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Okay. So your background, uh, I mean, tell me real quick, because you've, um, or tell our listeners real quick, you've literally grown up in the homeschool movement, and uh, your family has been an integral part of the homeschool movement. Go into that real quick. Yeah, my mother was the founding publisher and editor for the Homeschool Digest magazine, which is the nation's longest-running Christian homeschool magazine. She started that in 1988. And uh, I've been working as uh, a full-time speaker and writer advocating for home education since uh, January of 1993. So I guess that's, what, 22 years now that I've been doing this. And um, so I've been really blessed. I speak at homeschool conferences all over the country and uh, I'm very involved in uh, helping on a national and now even state level. I I work on the board of our Michigan State Homeschool Association, so I think I'm about as homeschooled as you can get. Somewhere between chronically and terminally homeschooled, I think. <laughs> Definitely wow. been involved for a while. Yes. Oh, that's for sure. Um, okay, so the transition needs to be made. We see the problem going on with the public education system. We really do need to go ahead and encourage Christian families to make that transition. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, from my viewpoint as a Christian, Um, I don't want to just duplicate what the failed government school system is doing in the home. I don't want to just bring government government schooling into the home. What I want to do is to teach my children a definitively biblical worldview, a biblical philosophy of every academic subject, math, science, language, arts, literature. uh, All of the academic disciplines can be taught from a distinctively biblical or anti-biblical perspective. And my goal is to try to take every thought captive and help parents learn how to teach from a distinctively biblical worldview and to disciple their children. Wow. Well, thank you for giving us these insights. One more time, the website people can go to. Uh, my website is uh, IsraelWayne.com. And uh, Homeschool Legal Defense Association's website is HSLDA.org. HSLDA.org. Wow. Well, thank you again, Israel, for joining us. We have talked a lot today about what the Bible says. Yes. Um, what Common Core is doing, mm-hmm. and then to kind of wrap it up here, how to make that transition. Uh-huh. And I encourage you to go get more information on that. Of course, if you have more questions, feel free to send them to us at questions at creationtoday.org. Thank you for joining us. Get the ammunition you need to defend your faith by visiting our website for up-to-date content, attending one of our live events, and shopping online at creationstore.org. We are Creation Today.